0: Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Today I am talking about a topic many of my readers and listeners reach out to me about every single week, and that is resetting your hormones to lose weight and banish fatigue. Today is all about the hormone weight loss connection and we are going to get to the root of this problem for so many of us. This was once a big issue for me. And that's why this topic has become a big part of my focus for the last 15 months with writing my new upcoming book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution. You can't imagine how excited I am to share this book with you. I have poured everything into this book. I'm talking over a thousand hours devoted to research alone. And I'm happy to say that I am done with all the edits and it has already hit the bestsellers list on Amazon more than once by listeners purchasing the book pre-sale. So thank you so much. And before we get into this topic, I have a couple things I want to share with you. I want to take a moment and thank you again This podcast is gaining incredible momentum with new listeners every single week. I see you sharing the episodes on Instagram and Facebook. I wake up almost every day to an email from my community sharing their insights about a recent episode. As I mentioned on the last episodes, I am shouting out your wins because that's super important to me. I mean, what's the purpose of creating a podcast if you guys aren't taking away something valuable, something actionable that you can put to use? Now, one particular listener is Crystal M., and I'm excited to share her shout-out win that she shared with me on Instagram a couple weeks ago. So Crystal wrote, I am in love with Dr. Marisa's podcast. Every week, I have taken away so much. But the number one thing that I have taken away is that I need to focus on my health more and make some changes to have a better quality of life. Since listening to her episodes and implementing some of her biggest recommendations, I have lost five pounds and I am no longer dragging myself through the day at work after 2 p.m. And this is such a big win for me. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for sharing your story. You are rocking it, girl. I'm so proud of you. Now, if you would like to get a shout out on the show, I would love to shout you out. So you can reach out to me via Instagram at Dr. Marisa on Insta, on Facebook, or by simply reviewing this podcast on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you are plugging into. That way I can continue to support more women and even more listeners who are ready to become the CEO of their own health. Now, the second update I wanted to share with you is an update on the Essential Oil Hormone Summit that I hosted just a couple weeks back. The summit exceeded my expectations in so many ways. And if you were able to attend, I want to take a moment and thank you. I am humbled to have served so many women and for our ability to empower girls all over the world with our donation power. We served almost 50,000 women, raised over $150,000 for Days for Girls and other foundations that empower women's health around the world. When I imagine this event back in late June 2018, yep, just back in the summertime coming back from Europe. I was having lunch with a couple of friends and a mentor of mine, and this idea sprang into my head, and I simply wanted to raise twenty-five dollars to $50,000, serve 10,000 women, hopefully with amazing interviews from some of the best and brightest inspiring experts, and this was my goal. It felt big, and we had we had a very small window to pull this off. We technically had only three months. By the time I gathered the experts together and started recording interviews, I actually started recording interviews probably the first to second week of August. It took about a month to wrangle the experts. So we had twenty nine experts, and it's the summertime. People were super busy, and then we got it off the ground. And to me, this felt like such a big endeavor because I had never raised more than $5,000 for a fundraiser in the past. I honestly believe that I needed to be either very, very rich or extremely influential and connected to pull off $50,000. I remember when Alex was telling me what it would look like to raise $50,000 and I was like, gulp. Like I was... He it, was, it wasn't that he was discouraging me. Alex tends to be the realist and tends to say, okay, well, this is what it's going to take. This is what it looks like to raise $50,000. But I was up for the challenge. I said, bring it on, baby. Let's do it. So the worst case was that we raised some money and I was able to educate everyone who showed up and that they took away something really valuable. So when we opened registration in late September, it was actually September 24th, within the first week, we had 12,000 registered and had already raised $25,000. It was on that first Sunday after we opened up the registration that I realized that I was playing too small, that my goal back in july august ended up being a way smaller goal and i could have dreamed so much bigger and i remember it was that sunday that i sat down with my speed dial the universe journal i I think it must have been what is that the the 29th or something of september i'm not exactly sure what sunday that was but i sat down with my journal and i wrote down another goal and the next goal that i had that i wrote down was that i wanted to serve fifty thousand women and raise $150,000. And it felt like a stretch cuz we were already we were already in. We were already running registration. We the event was going to happen in just about 3 weeks. But I was willing to do everything and anything possible. And on October 27th, which was towards the end of the actual summit, we had hit the fundraising goal and even then some. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you today is simply this. You have the capacity inside of you to reach for your dreams. I know that you heard the interview with Sherry Salata not too long ago, and she talked about creating her dreams at any age, and I just remember thinking about that. I remember hearing her talk about this in August, too. Um, I had met her at the fundraiser, in early August, and it just, you know, all these things kind of come together sometimes to really have you go and reach for it. Now, it may be your dreams are for your health, or it's related to your passion, because there are so many lessons that we can gain from someone stepping up and showing up, right? That we really do have that capacity. And the one lesson that I learned from the summit, probably the biggest one, was to dream bigger. So I hope by sharing this story today that you take a moment, sit down with your journal or maybe sit down in front of your vision board or however you like to dream your dreams and think about what dream that you want for yourself. What dream do you want for your life? What dream would you like for your health and well-being? And I want I want to give you permission to just step out and dream bigger than you've ever dreamed because goodness knows you never know what's going to happen. That's what I wanted to share. So let's jump into this topic. I am so excited to talk about this topic today. I took many hours curating this episode for you because I knew how important it was to kind of get to the core root of what's going on. So after years of experience as a hormone expert, I have learned that women like myself are dealing, so many of us are dealing with hormonal imbalance. The biggest issues that I hear from women every single day are constant exhaustion, Unexplained weight gain or stubborn weight that won't go away no matter what, unrelenting stress, feeling like they're racing from task to task every day, brain fog, sleep issues, crazy unexpected cravings, and their libido is in the crapper. And today, I am here to let you in on a little secret. If you are feeling this or any of those things that I mentioned, you are not alone. Every woman at some point in her life goes through a period of wondering, what happened to my energy? Or looks in the mirror and thinks, this isn't my body. This isn't who I am. And I remember I've had multiple experiences in this where I just didn't even recognize the stranger in the mirror. She just wasn't the person I thought she should be. She was exhausted and tired and worn down. And I knew something had to shift. Now, as I mentioned, I've been there before. When I was struggling with exhaustion and unexplained weight gain, I was desperate for a solution. Anything that didn't require a pharmaceutical with side effects, I tried every supplement, every vitamin, herb, tea, tincture, trying to keep from falling asleep in my practice. But through trial and error and digging into the research, I healed my hormone chaos, got my energy back, lost that stubborn weight and finally began to feel like myself again. And I'm here to share these protocols and remedies with you so that you can get your body back on track and rock those dreams with boundless energy and happiness. This is so much about what my book is encompassing as well, is really getting us back to that place. But I did want to spend a whole episode today just talking about it because it's such a pressing concern for so many women. Now, I don't know if you know, But my mom, I've mentioned her a couple times probably in the podcast, my mom also struggled with hormonal imbalances. Actually, my entire life I watched her struggle with hormone issues, and it was so interesting because it was very taboo of a conversation to have. Like, It wasn't talked about women and hormones, not until, gosh, really coming to the forefront in the last several years. And it was a couple of years ago, right after I had had my success, and I was starting to work with women with hormones, that she was really struggling with menopause symptoms. Most particular, she was dealing with depression, and she'd never had depression before. Her symptoms were worse than I'd ever seen growing up. So I was really excited to be a part of her healing journey because I wanted to be there for my mom. I wanted to be able to walk her through this and navigate these murky waters, not knowing what's going on. And she had been to many doctors and nothing had worked. So after three months of working with my mom, she lost over 25 pounds, which by the way, she had not lost more than like five pounds in a number of years. Um, she overcame her depression, her insomnia. She was struggling with sleep almost every night. She got her energy back because if you know my mama, for years and years, she would tell me, I would ask her how she's doing. And she's like, I just need more energy. That would be the answer to everything. I just need more energy because you could see like so many of us, we've got so much to do and we're just dragging our butts to get to one thing to the next. And not that she didn't, she always still showed up, but I knew that she was tired when she was doing it. So last month, I just wanted to share this. Her her birthday was in October. Last month on her birthday, she ran a marathon that morning. And I did not run that marathon with her. Marathons are not my thing. But she had actually taken up running right after we had worked on her hormone issues this was I guess like maybe four years ago or so I want to say and this was the 75th race or maybe even more I know it definitely was a 75th race she's got all these medals and it's been half marathons and marathons I mean she has been kicking butt ever since and I was so happy to be there to cheer her on. Now, I can't tell you how old she is. She would get, ooh, she gets so mad at me. But just know that she is my mom, so she's older than me. You know, this is what I'm looking for for you today, is to give you those same tools that I was able to give my mom and to hope guide you in this process. So today, as I mentioned, we are focusing on the two biggest concerns that women come to me with, and that is stubborn weight and feeling exhausted. So let's start with the hormones involved that are deregulating in our bodies and forcing us to hold onto this weight no matter how hard we try to lose it right no matter how many spin classes we go to no matter how limited our diet is no matter how what kind of diet we do we still can't seem to lose that weight so what i have found is around 85 to 90% of the time the big hormone that's playing a role here that's out of whack is cortisol and Cortisol is the orchestrator of so many hormones. It's a survival hormone, and it ends up disrupting a lot of other hormones. It has a profound impact on estrogen, progesterone, insulin, thyroid. Oh, my goodness. And those, all those hormones play a big role in our metabolism as well. And basically, as you guys know, cortisol is the stress response hormone. And because of that, it is our survival hormone. It's our universal hormone. So anytime we perceive stress, it could be that we're ready and late for a meeting, or we just had a really crazy conversation with somebody, or we think we left the tea kettle on or the stove on at home. We kind of have that clutch the pearls moment when we upregulate what we call the HPA axis, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. And what's going on here is inside of the limbic brain, That HPA axis is really kind of regulating. It's the boss of our hormones and it's perceiving any type of stressor or danger out in the world. So like for instance, if somebody, some crazy, creepy stranger came up behind you, the HPA axis would be upregulated they would send signals to the adrenals and your adrenals would then start pumping adrenaline and cortisol out so that you would be ready to fight or flight, that's the whole concept of it. Now when we continue to upregulate the HPA access due to these clutch the pearls moments, right, like I'm running late to a meeting or oh my gosh, I just got this crazy text message, oh my gosh, I'm running, I'm late for one of my assignments at work, whatever it may be, you think about all the times in our lives as women when we are all the things to everybody all the time, that we feel like we're constantly running from one thing to the next and that's continuously upgrading that HPA axis which is leading to a rise in too much cortisol and what that feels like is it feels like you're constantly racing from one thing to the next you're feeling wired and tired You may feel anger, I feel like your stress response is more easily triggered. You know, so you know those people in your life who no matter what happens with them, they just seem to be super chill. They somehow have figured out a way to regulate that HPA axis. But when you start to feel like your stress tolerance is just constantly being triggered, like if someone says one more thing to you, it's, it's gonna be, it's over, right? They're gonna get it. And that's what really happens. Now since the root cause is usually the HPA axis, the real key piece here is that we gotta reset the cortisol. Because as I mentioned before, when cortisol is cranking, we are not only chronically exhausted, we're wearing ourselves down, but we're also telling our bodies, we're telling those metabolic hormones like thyroid and insulin and leptin that, hey, we need to go into storage mode. And that's why when we tend to have an increased amount of cortisol in the system or at least a deregulated cortisol curve, we tend to hold on to more belly fat. That's where we store it because that's the place the body's like, ooh, just in case of an emergency or just in case because we're in the survival mode, I've got to store in that particular area. So cortisol tends to play a big role when it comes to that. So back to the HPA axis. Well, really what it's about is figuring out how we can begin to reset that. You know, we can begin to basically re-regulate cortisol levels, through stopping or blunting the pathway that's going on inside of the brain, that HPA axis, so that we are not being so reactive. And we're going to get into this in just a second, but one of the biggest ways that we can begin to re-regulate this process, this negative feedback loop, is by becoming more aware. You know, awareness around our stress levels, awareness around our resilience around stress, and making sure, ensuring that we've got some tools in front of us, that we're doing things like deep breathing, that if we're stressed out, we're calling the people that matter most to us, like our, our best friend or our family member, someone that we love to confide in, that we are practicing self-care, that we are connected into a community, that we've got our essential oils on hand. And I will be sharing some of my go-to essential oil recipes in just a little bit, that we are, again, we're implementing that self-care, either it's our morning ritual or our evening ritual. And you guys know I have episodes on those topics and that we are getting massages, doing yoga, whatever it takes to kind of help re-regulate that stress response, right? That we can get that stress response back under control. Other things to consider is limiting alcohol and coffee because they also jack up cortisol levels, coffee in particular, and switching over to teas that contain L-theanine, One of my favorite teas for containing L-theanine is matcha. I love making matcha lattes every single day, and it reduces stress without feeling sedated, right? That's a super important thing. That's why I love matcha so much. Now, if the simple strategies like just becoming more mindful, deep breathing, having your oils, and self-care aren't really getting the job done, it's going to be important to step into supplementation. And we're going to get into supplementation in just a moment. Now, I wanna just share with you a couple of the other hormones that are involved because it's not just cortisol. You know, cortisol, although it's the orchestrator, there's a lot of other hormones that can be involved as well. The first one, and probably one of the most important hormones for us, is estrogen. And so often, if we are chronically stressed, or we are exposed to a lot of toxins, or it's even potentially both, or we're holding on to more weight than normal, we can experience estrogen dominance. And only really what that means is that we have too much estrogen compared to our counter hormone, which is progesterone. As you guys know that they work in tandem with one another in this beautiful tango dance. And what happens here is if we have too much estrogen relative to progesterone, we will experience stubborn weight gain like we just cannot let it go for nothing moodiness severe pms migraines and heavy periods those are oftentimes symptoms of increased in estrogen levels and a big part of that too is that if your liver is sluggish if you have if your liver is getting its booty kicked by having to deal with all these other toxins in the body its job is to actually metabolize hormones, but most specifically metabolize estrogen because how estrogen works is we're supposed to use it and lose it. That means we gotta break it down and send it on out. And if it's not, if it's being re-regulated either because we're chronically constipated or we've got a gut issue or our liver is sluggish, we're gonna have more estrogen floating in the system causing us to continue to hold on to weight and because we're trying to hold on to that estrogen in our adipose tissue, our fat tissue, And it's also creating a conversation with our insulin levels and with our gut. So just something to think about. So that's estrogen. Number two is thyroid. As I mentioned before, your cortisol can play a major role with thyroid. Thyroid is your metabolic system, right? All of those hormones are running your metabolism, managing how fast and slow you are burning calories. Clearly, we want to be fast calorie metabolizers. We want a fast metabolism. Now, when the thyroid is sluggish, Because due to maybe an autoimmune condition, due to increased amount of stress levels, due to gut concerns, you can actually, again, gain weight. And retain a lot of fluid. You're also potentially experiencing brain fog, constipation, hair loss and brittle nails. Those are some of the symptoms that you're looking for. And you're also cold any time of the day, right? It's, it's just it's particularly your extremities. So that's what's going on with the thyroid. And then the other hormone that we should be really mindful is one of the hormones that you probably are very familiar with, which is insulin. And insulin is a fat storage hormone. That's the job of it. It's a fat and it helps for us to pull glucose out of the blood either stored in our liver or stored as glycogen in our inside of our muscles as well and when it comes to insulin or when you're dealing with insulin resistance or a block that means your cells are not able to absorb that extra blood glucose that your body is generating from just the food that you're consuming when this happens your liver converts that glucose into fat, which leads to not only a fatty liver, but insulin resistance. And that, as you know, will lead to weight gain, sugar cravings, sugar addictions. It's just a whole slew of things can go on when we've got insulin resistance. So those are the three other hormones at play. And the big thing that I really want you to take away from all of this is that they're all interconnected. You know, all these hormones are talking to each other, connecting with one another. So when one part of the stool, when a leg of the stool falls, a lot of the other ones are going to step in to overcompensate or they're going to also deregulate as well. So it's going to be really important to figure out, well, who's causing the problem? And if it is the lifestyle, if you do find that you're running from here to there, you're kind of shoving food, in your face at two o'clock in the afternoon because you're tired or you're just cramming coffee down your throat, whatever that is, it's probably cortisol that's causing the biggest issue and that that's deregulating some of these other hormones as well. So now that you know the landscape, kind of the primer around the hormones, let's talk about, well, how do we even begin to reset our hormones? And is it possible to do this with just a couple of tools in your hands? And the great thing is, is yes, we can totally reset our hormones, The beautiful thing about your body is it's looking to be balanced. Your body does not want to feel like it's running around like a chicken with its head cut off. It does not want to feel like it's in chronic survival mode. That is not how we want to operate. Your body heals in parasympathetic mode. That is the relax and digest mode. It does not heal in sympathetic nervous system mode. So we want to make sure that we are channeling that parasympathetic as much as possible. So the best way to get your hormones back on track and to lose that stubborn weight is to correct those imbalances. And we can do that with how we eat, how we create self-care rituals, how we utilize essential oils, how we move our bodies, and even potentially with supplementation. And the last thing, which is super important, is how we create the mindset. So let's start with that mindset. Now, if you don't believe you deserve to be well, you aren't going to get well when you are not focused in having the mindset that you deserve to take care of yourself that you deserve self-care it's really difficult to get into the mindset into the belief that you're going to put those habits in place so that first step is getting the mindset right believing that you deserve health care believing that you deserve to take care of yourself because then you will begin i would say it's like think do be you start to think it you start to do it, you start to become it, right? So if you're thinking about how you deserve health and you start doing the actions that are gonna help you get there, you're gonna become that healthy person that you know you can be. Next, it's gonna be food. Now, I know I talk a lot about essential oils and this new book that I've got coming out is all on oils and hormones, but there is also food in this book because before I started studying hormones, I was obsessed with understanding nutrition. I don't know if you know I have five books devoted to nutrition topics, including topics on antioxidants, on matcha, on low glycemic foods, I mean, on foods to lower your cardiovascular and diabetes risk. I mean, I really do have a lot of books on the topic of nutrition. And let me tell you, food is everything. It's such a big part of the the conversation when it comes to getting your body back on track. So let's talk a little bit about what it looks like to change the way that we're eating and everything that we're consuming. So it's really important to remove processed foods, remove any type of refined carbohydrates, refined foods, refined sugars. I want you to get rid of sugars and sugar substitutes and then even consider eliminating alcohol for at least 14 days. And that's a big part of the book, is giving you a 14-day reset. How can we reset your hormones with food in 14 days, along with the self-care, along with the mindset, to get you back on track? And I go into a lot more detail in that, but I just wanted to just lay the framework of what this looks like. Number two, it's all about moving your body. And note that not all movement is going to serve. It could be that you are overtaxing the system. You know, there are definitely some exercises that will actually raise cortisol levels and make you worse. So no matter how hard you work out, especially how hard you work out, you are not going to lose that weight to save your life because your body is in survival mode. So that's like really crazy spin classes or running marathons. I will say that though I'm so proud of my mama for running marathons and she is looking pretty darn good, she is at times taxing herself out. Now, I know how much she loves running. I know she loves it as a de-stressing opportunity. And so as long as she's loving it, I think she should do it. But I know for me, when I did half marathons and marathons, it completely drained me. It completely exhausted me. It just wasn't for me. So I focus on burst training. And basically what that is, is it's Fast trainings, and then I then I kind of do some fast training, like burst training for a couple of minutes, and then slow down and do more adaptive exercises. So that's really what I'd recommend. Not a lot of chronic cardio, but things that are going to kind of blast the fat or blast the calories, and then mix that up with hiking, yoga, Pilates, dancing, something that's low cortisol pulsing so that you're not burning yourself out. I always believed when it came to workouts, I've been working out since I was 18 years old, no pain, no gain. And I was pushing it to the limits. I was actually working out at a gym called Orange Theory a couple years ago. And I was definitely one of the older people there in that particular class. And so my goal was to always beat the younger girls, like the girls that were in their early 20s or mid-20s. And I was, I was kicking everyone's butt in that class, but after about three months of doing this, I was completely exhausted after the class. Like floored, on the ground, wasn't able to think, had serious brain fog. I have my own amazing posse, my own integrative doctors that I go see, and one of the doctors that I was visiting, she was running tests on me and she's like, you've gotta stop, you've gotta, you cannot do a full hour of this workout, you can't push yourself like this in these full out sprints all the time. Because you are completely burning out your adrenals, you're completely burning out your cortisol. And at the time, as hard as I was working out, I was not losing a pound. Like the scale would not move to save my life, and I was busting my butt, and I knew this, this was, yeah, I guess two years ago, you know, it's so funny, because I knew it even before, but I was like, yeah, I can totally get away with this, and it was just a great wake-up call for me that it was it was a no-go, so I just, I still, to this day, have not done those types of workouts anymore, because I'm really mindful of not burning out my cortisol levels and causing myself to start putting weight on again, because I'm dealing with stubborn weight loss due to that kind of survival mechanism. So targeted exercise is important, You know, there's a lot of great exercise routines out there. I personally just want you moving your body, whatever feels good to you, but just be really mindful of overworking yourself. Now, I also want to just talk a little bit about some targeted supplements to improve your hormone levels, and then we're going to get into essential oils because, you know, that's my favorite conversation. The supplements I'm going to recommend to you, these kind of come into play if you really haven't been able to get your energy right? If you felt super burned out, these are the supplements I want you to consider. One, adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha and rhodiola. These adaptogenic herbs dial down that HPA axis that we were talking about earlier so that you don't feel so stressed and that you can actually get a good night's sleep. They are great for helping with sleep regulation and for helping to turn that mind-body connection down, right? So they are great for rejuvenating the body, balancing our mood, fighting symptoms of fatigue and distress, when you combine them together, however, their ability to naturally sustain and support your energy and overall body systems really come to life. So I typically recommend 500 milligrams of each per day, and you can take them morning or evening. Oftentimes, people do take them in the morning, so that is ashwagandha and rhodiola. The next supplement I want to recommend is going to be DIM, and that is dye indole methane. Now, this particular supplement is basically the equivalent to drinking pounds and pounds of broccoli sprouts. Now, many women who are dealing with stubborn weight usually have estrogen dominance as we mentioned before. That's oftentimes this affects women around 75 to 80% of women after the age of 35 and dim is designed to basically break down estrogen metabolites. And how it works is it reduces the 2-hydroxy estrone and the 2-hydroxy estradiol so that you have more protective estrogens in the body and fewer bad estrogens. Now, I typically dose that at around 200 milligrams a day, but it can definitely be adjusted to the individual. It just really depends on the person. And alternatively, if you want, you can eat a ton of cruciferous vegetables, so a ton of steamed broccoli, steamed cabbage, steamed chard, steamed spinach that's also gonna to help to improve your estrogen levels. You know, I recommend a half a pound to a pound of vegetables, greens most specifically, cruciferous or greens every single day so that you're helping to not only get that fiber, support the digestive system, but also lower your estrogen levels if there's excess metabolites inside of the body. The next one is gonna be magnesium glycinate. Now, this is a crucial component in our bodies. As you guys know, magnesium is so important for a variety of needs with deficiencies resulting in a risk of cardiovascular disease, hypertension, type two diabetes, osteoporosis, migraines, as well as it can play a role in depression, libido, and fertility. Magnesium also supports the HPA axis by maintaining healthy cortisol levels and protecting your body from the onslaught of toxins and free radicals. So this helps to amp up your libido, promotes fertility, helps to just get your reproductive system back on track, and it helps to lower cortisol levels. It also helps to regulate proper insulin levels and glucose balance in the body and increases your energy levels. So many of us, so many of us women are magnesium deficient. So magnesium glycinate is what I'm recommending for not only helping to increase energy levels, to help support cortisol levels, but also to help with all the other processes that it's involved in. And then the last one is going to be phosphatidylserine. Now, phosphatidylserine has been found in clinical trials to blunt both the adrenal stimulating hormone and cortisol elevations in response to stress. So what I love about the phosphatidylserine, and I've taken it myself, especially when my cortisol levels were out of control, it helps to regulate the HPA axis and helps to ensure that cortisol is not just coursing through your veins 24-7. So that's another supplement to consider. And then last but not least, the real true last one, sorry, I thought that the last one was the last one, is gonna be one drop of lavender oil. So a drop of lavender oil, if you didn't know, can lower cortisol levels and calm anxiousness. It is especially ideal before bedtime, and I will be sharing my deep sleep spray in just a moment. And yes, a hint, it does contain lavender in it. Now, this brings me to my favorite topic of conversation when it comes to helping to support your HPA axis, your cortisol levels, and overall stress, along with helping you to overcome cravings and boost that energy, right? Get that instant energy that you deserve. So let's talk about essential oils because they have really transformed how we take care of our bodies physically, mentally, and emotionally every single day, and in millions of households, they have become just as important as wholesome nutrition. They are very much as important as wholesome nutrition in our life, and we use them, like I said, for pretty much everything. You know, to me, essential oils bridge the gap between the foundational lifestyle habits of nutrition, moving your body, reducing your toxic load, sleep, and they're also the missing link to that hurdle that you've been trying to jump. In regards to women, Essential oils are a great solution for hormone and mood balance, and what I'm going to be talking about are my go-to recipes and blends to support cravings, stress, energy, and maybe I have a little bonus one for you as well. So let's talk a little bit about dialing down that HPA axis that we've been talking about, right? Again, 85 to 90% of stubborn weight is driven by cortisol levels, which is driven by a deregulated HPA axis. So I'm gonna share with you my Stress Away Roller Blend. You can call it my, your Stress Reset Roller Blend. And in a 10 mil roller, you're gonna do seven drops of frankincense, seven drops of clary sage, eight drops of cedarwood, and either five drops of wild orange, which you guys know I just love, or five drops of bergamot. Now you're gonna add all of the oils into a 10 mil roller, top it off with the carrier oil of your choice, and then apply to the back of your neck, your temples, the wrists, or even right behind the ears to just shut down that HPA axis, that hypothalamic pituitary axis. Shut down those stressors, that stress trigger. And that's why I love oils because when you're feeling stressed, when you feel triggered, when you're feeling overwhelmed or your your day is getting in front of you at a very quick speed, You just got to grab an oil, grab an oil, grab a blend. It could even just be an oil. It could be clary sage. It could be cedarwood. It could be bergamot or even lavender. Really up to you. Whatever blend or whatever oil really works for you, I just want you to use that, right? And for me, some days it's jasmine. Some days it's lavender and bergamot. Some days it's frankincense, clary sage, and lavender. I mean, it really just depends. And I love that we have all the oils in the house. And I have pre-made blends marked everywhere you know, I never travel without my stress blends. I never travel without my energy boosters, my craving blends, because I know that when emergency comes up, I'm going to want this tool more than anything else. Because let's be honest, willpower can be really challenging when your cortisol levels are hijacking the cortex of your brain. So one of the things that I learned about cortisol is that it hijacks your ability to have willpower. So no wonder we're having cravings. No wonder we're cheating on that diet we're on. When we're feeling stressed and overwhelmed, your cortex, which is modulating self-control and willpower, is completely just out the door. So I wanted to just share that blend with you and how to use it. I love it because it not only helps to release stress, but balances mood by releasing all that, just that tension, right? There's oils in there that release muscle tension, neck tension, and the blend is also great for reducing irritable feelings throughout the day. So definitely play with that. Now for deep restful sleep, this is so important. One, having an evening ritual is key. And what I love about essential oils is they can shift the neurological pathways so that when you breathe in these oils, your brain's like, oh, It's time to go to bed. Oh, it's time to shut my brain off. Oh, it's time to stop with the mental chatter or the worry or the concern, whatever's keeping you up at night. So my deep sleep restful blend or my spray is going to be in a two ounce water bottle. You can find those anywhere. And you're gonna mix water or witch hazel, so whichever one you prefer. I usually do witch hazel because it evaporates so simply and easily. And I do 10 drops of lavender and 10 drops of cedarwood. And mix those up in the little two-ounce spray bottle and then just spray, literally spray all over the pillows, the comforters, all over the air, all over the bedding. You can even spray on yourself, totally up to you what you wanna do. And it just, again, it's the aroma that is shifting those neural pathways. And if you're consistent with doing this every single day, it is a recipe for success. And I promise that you'll be getting deep, restful sleep in no time. And then we've got my Crave Control Blend. Now, this blend I use I use mostly in the middle of the day because even myself, I'll definitely have cravings. It'll come up. They don't happen that often anymore, but they do, right? Because cravings are an unmet need. It's usually when I'm feeling under the gun, I'm feeling stressed, I want something to kind of soothe me. I always think of cravings as these things that you're trying to soothe something, to self-soothe. So here we go. This Crave Control Blend is how I like to have it is in a, You can do it in a roller or you can do it in a, just a, I don't know about you, I have a lot of empty essential oil bottles. So I have, I usually have an empty lemon essential oil bottle. If you, in our house ever, you'll see how many peppermint bottles we have open all over the house. So I just grab one of those empty bottles and I just make this blend up. So it is 10 drops of grapefruit, 8 drops of peppermint, 5 drops of cinnamon, and then 5 drops of ginger. And then I top it off with 2 teaspoons of a carrier oil. So Fractionated coconut oil or grapeseed oil, whatever you prefer. And then I just take, I mix it all up. I have it, it's marked Crave Control Blend. Mix it all up and then take one or two drops, put it on my palms, rub my palms together because it's the aroma that's gonna, again, change those neural pathways. And a craving typically only lasts two to three minutes. If you can get through that two to three minute danger zone with these oils, because again, peppermint and grapefruit are craving suppressors. Cinnamon is great for helping to balance blood sugar levels and stabilizing blood sugar levels so you're not feeling that craving. And then ginger is just great. It's a great metabolic oil, but it's also great for the digestive system as well. Kind of calms the digestive system. And it it also helps to reduce that craving too. So just breathing it in, on your palms, taking three to five deep belly breaths will instantly reduce those cravings. And if you don't have all the oils, you can easily just use peppermint or use grapefruit. Those are the power players here. I do love the whole all the four because I love the way it smells, but you can do whatever works for you based on what you have. Those are gonna be my go-to oils for that. Now, the last blend I really wanted to share you with you is one that I've been using for many, many years, and that is my Instant Energy Blend. And it just requires two oils, peppermint and wild orange. Now, I like to pre-mix this together as well. I usually do 25 drops of each. I just top off the entire bottle with um, usually a 15-mil bottle. Top off the rest with, with coconut oil. But if you wanted to make a, a roller, let me give you a simpler recipe. It is 10 drops of wild orange, 10 drops of peppermint. Top off the roller, the 10-mil roller with fraction coconut oil. Roll over your palms. Take those deep belly breaths. And you can even roll it over the back of your neck. I tend to do that a lot as well. And it'll just instantly perk you up, instantly give you an instant boost. It was really funny. We were working last night because we are in the middle of a, a really big project, my husband and I, and I had put on this blend, my my instant energy blend, on the back of my neck and he went to give me, like, he went to, like, give me a hug, and, like, he, his head was right at my neck, and he was, like, whoa. He's, like, I literally stepped into, like, seven times more instant energy just by breathing your neck when I was giving you that hug, and, I mean, he has his own instant energy blend as well, but it just happened to be that he was breathing over in my neck, so I just wanted to just share that last little bonus one. If you're looking for instant energy, any time of the day, like move over caffeine, move over sugar. This is a sugar-free, caffeinated free way to get instant energy, boost that focus and concentration, and get back in the game for whatever you're doing no matter what time of day. Although I don't typically recommend using the instant energy bend before going to bed, I want you to use that deep sleep spray. So if you are ready to crush your cravings, increase your energy, and get deep restful sleep without side effects, I wanted you to know that I've created this remarkable hormone masterclass series that I have designed to give you the results that you are seeking. I know we talked a lot about what is going on in the body and how you can begin to approach it, but in this masterclass I give you very detailed instructions and protocols on how to get the results you're looking for. And I personally love creating instant wins geared towards more energy, overcoming cravings, and getting that deep restful sleep. So all you got to do to register for my masterclass series is going to the show notes at drmarisa.com and registering, or you can go to drmarisa.com slash mc, that's short for masterclass, so drmarisa.com slash mc. I'd love to see you at the Hormone Masterclass. It is the next step in this conversation to get you the results you're looking for. And I just want to say thank you so much for stopping by and listening in to the Essentially You podcast. Our next episode is all about the importance of the microbiome, and we're going to get into this real talk conversation about how we play a very big role in our healthcare with Dr. Pedram Shojai, also known as the New York Times best-selling author of *The Urban Monk*. You're not going to want to miss out on this important conversation. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, I would love to hear from you regarding what is moving the needle for you on this podcast. So shout me out on Insta or Facebook or even leave a review on iTunes. That way I can take a moment and shout you out on the episode. Well, until next week, have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye.